What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number nine, and it is jam-packed full of little tiny yummy nuggets. We're talking Starfield, Star Wars Outlaws, Alone in the Dark, and Banishers. And then to finish it off, we are going to take a deep dive into the Cross Spider-Verse. I got the keys in the car heart. I don't need them, though. I push and the car start. I got the icing like a Pop-Tart and stay spitting fire like a Charizard. Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> if I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. You are now tuned in to the Let's Talk Nerdy Podcast. I love it when you talk nerdy to me. Man, I don't know. <laughs> Let's should go. I, should I say Eminem? <laughs> I mean, you're close, dude. You're close. That, that I'm just going to say Eminem until we get it every time. Uh, one one of these times, I'm just going to throw an Eminem in there just so yeah. you can get it. That is uh, yeah. the return of Machine Gun Kelly back to the rap world. And I'm I'm super excited about it. I know he went in that little, um, I'm going to wear pink and get in my pop vibe for a little bit. But he came back to the gutter, and I appreciate it. And MGK, even though... You got killed on Kill Shot by the one and only Eminem. Um, I'm glad you're back, homie. I appreciate you. Uh, I got I got some feedback about your uh, rap here, Zags. Let's 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 see it. One of uh, the listeners says that you need to get a little bit more flow with your your rapping style. A little bit more flow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here's the thing. Here's the thing yeah. on that. Right. I kind of I I was debating. I'm debating. Like, should I really try to wrap it? Should I really try to wrap it and like get some good flow on it? Or is it funnier if I just like kind of say it like a nerdy guy would say it? Right. Right. Which I, we are. We're nerds. Right. Yeah. We're. we're that's why I thought it would be funnier if I just kind of say it like a nerdy guy. But um. But yeah, guys, leave it. Leave down in the comments. Do you want me to spit some fire like a Charizard, or keep going with the <laughs> with the nerdy talk? We'll see. When you say it like that, I don't think. <laughs> I don't know if they're gonna want you to rap it any better than you have been. <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm just saying, if you guys want me to spit it, spit fire like a Charizard. Uh, drop it down <laughs> in the comments and let me know, and yeah. I'll bring the heat next time. Just say it. Yeah. yeah well, man, man how's been? your week been? I've been week good. has been, been good. good. Yeah, week has been good. How's how's the new setup coming along? What you got left? It's looking good, right? It's less looking echo. great, man. It's looking it's look, great. Less echo. We uh, the only thing I need is for my. I don't think you can see it right now, but on my right wall behind me, I need one more thing there. It's gonna be either a poster or a lamp or even a plant. Maybe I'll put a plant back there. A plant would be nice. Like a little bit of greenery in that space would really kind of open it up a little bit. I, like I've always okay. wanted a plant in my setup, and I don't really have a spot for it. So, mm -hmm. um, if you get a plant, I will be even more jealous of your setup than I already am. <laughs> what do you think? Like so. a palm tree or like a yeah. big old cactus or <laughs> Ooh, like a big old cactus would be sweet or a nice little palm tree or like maybe yeah. you could go like the fruit route and get like a nice lemon tree or something like that. Ooh, that would be yeah. kind of cool or that a hibiscus. Tree, those are pretty. I saw those at the the old Walmart and thought about getting one of those, but I didn't do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm gonna get nah. a tree behind me. Nah. Uh, but I did get my record player set up, which we talked I about. I think last week. Yeah. Um, it was broken. I had to like take it apart and like you know what I ended up fixing it. I took it all apart, put it back together wasn't working again and i started spamming on the button and it finally just like played so was but, is it a belt driven uh i think so is that where like it's got the little rubber and it spins it for you yeah Old school, so yeah, that's a little rubber belt yeah 
Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe the belt was just kind of tangled up. Nope, nope, the belt was fine. It was the button itself. It like it got stuck, and then mm-hmm. like the stop button wouldn't work, so it was just spinning over and over and over. Ooh, that's not so good. really. It could have worked if I like just plugged it in or unplugged it when I put the new record on, plug it back in, and then it'd be fine. But I was <laughs> like, yeah, that's too much work, so I gotta fix it. I but. have a uh, I have a, a very funny story. Record players are hard, man. Record players are yeah. hard. Like we appreciate record players, you know, but they're not really like from our generation. You know what I mean? Right. We're kind of jumping mm-hmm. back a little bit and just kind of appreciating some older vintage kind of stuff. And if you yep. don't grow up with that stuff, like you might not know some things about it. And I got a brand new turntable. Technics, I love this turntable. It's amazing. It's like all white. It's very like futuristic looking and stuff like that. I started playing a record after I set it up, and the record just would not play for whatever reason. <laughs> Do you know what was wrong with it? Uh, no. Did you? Did you I had a, to push the start button. I had a cap cover on the needle. <laughs> oh my goodness! You're you're ruining your uh, record I by did. scraping it up. I oh, did. No. I ruined the record. I ruined the record. I had a cap nice. cover on the needle, so the needle was never actually touching the record. It was just like encapsulated in this piece of plastic, and the piece of plastic has this little nub for you to like easily pop it off. And I thought that was the needle. So this like plastic piece is just digging into this record oh. as it's spinning. Up to, it was the worst. It was the worst. So. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah. R.I.P. My first. R.I.P. My first record in the collection. But we got to figure it out since then. Let's we'll say that. <laughs> well, the good. The big question is here. Do you still have that record? Like as a, a reminder of that you ruined it. No, you nope. threw it. you're like nope. You nope. snapped it in half. I'm like done with this. Threw it away. It wasn't but. like a. It wasn't like a great record, but it was still oh, like okay. yeah. I mean, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't like some original. You know, thriller or something. Like, yeah. yeah, you know. What I mean, it was just kind of like a throwaway anyway. But still, gotcha. Yeah. You know, that was kind of stupid of me. So here we are right. learning about yeah, well, records. Man- <laughs> yeah we love records uh i actually have to get after my wife quite a bit so she left hers just chilling the other day like you know you're supposed to stand them vertical you're not supposed to stack them nope she was listening to it yesterday and she had stuff stacked on the the second disc or the no. second vinyl and i was like nope 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 you better take care of that so you gotta take well, good care man, of we them. got we got a lot of stuff to get through we, we got, got a lot, lot of stuff to get, to get to so yeah so, so but put reel me back in adam reel me yeah, back in <laughs> reel both of us back in so all right well, so first thing is first my dudes um you know me that and this is coming from both me and adam um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we hit 150 subscribers uh on the youtube channel and we just want to say like the hugest hugest thank you to all you guys for yeah. supporting the show um and smashing that subscribe and hitting the likes and sharing with your friends and everything like that um 150 is like we honestly did not think that we would hit 150 um as fast as we hit yeah. 150 and yeah. um like we cannot say thank you guys enough so thank you thank you thank you for everything thank you for sharing the show thank you for likes thanks for all the support um thanks for the comments and and all the feedback on you know what you guys like what you guys think we can improve on um it really does help us grow and we super super appreciate it thank you thank you thank you yep and with that said dave you gave you gave the listeners a challenge to get us to this 150 and uh, obviously we hit it in the time frame that we agreed on we did so that so that means adam is going to be playing a dark souls light game Let's go. And Let's I, go. I have refused Dave to do this for a very long time now. However, we hit this milestone. 
with that said, we're going to have a live event of me getting coached by Dave. On I'm going to coach you real good. Souls. Yep. I hope you do. I I'm going to coach you real good. Guys, I've been trying to get him to play a Dark Souls game for years now. Like, yeah. ye- like legitimate years now. Um, and I just want to say thank you so much for making this happen. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we will be doing a live stream at some point um, in the near future. And we'll definitely keep you guys updated on the date there. But, yeah, we will be doing a live stream. Adam will be checking out uh, his very first Souls game live in the flesh. And I will be there to coach him through the blood splattering action. I'm so excited. This is going to be sick. Yeah, so let's see how it goes. Let's see how it goes. I, I'm excited because I almost want to, like, I hope I can kind of, like, prove you wrong that I, I can kill some people pretty quick. I hope you but can, we'll too. See. Yeah, yeah, no, we'll the, the, a traditional Dark Souls player, I I don't think, we don't, we love seeing people fail, but we don't want to see it. Like, like, Seeing you fail a, th- a hundred times is funny, but if we j- if we watch you play and you just kind of like jump into Bloodborne and you're like slashing and we're like, let's go, one of us, one of us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, well, let's hope yeah. we can get to that. Uh, I hope you, I hope you do well, man. I think you'll do well. Yeah. yeah so yeah, it's so, gonna be a lot. So we're of fun. excited about that. We're very thank excited you, th- about th- that. Thank you, thank you, thank you, guys again. I super appreciate you guys. Um, Adam does too. We really, really do yeah, appreciate definitely. it. And stay definitely. on the lookout for the stream coming very soon, uh, which I think would be a good time to get us into. Did we get any comments? I didn't look at any. So it's all you on didn't you, look man. at any comments. Okay, I didn't look at I, any. I some was, TikTok them for sure. I was looking through the comment. TikTok is a plethora of comments. Yeah. I'm just I, y'all on the TikTok. I love you guys very, very much. Um, thank you for all the, for all the comments. Cause seriously, uh, you are you guys are just filling this segment. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Um, the only comment that I pulled today, and I think it's a good introduction into our first topic, and this is why mm-hmm. I pulled it. Um, we did post a little bit. Spoiler alert! Um, our first topic is going to be Star Wars Outlaws, yep. the new game, and we did post a little bit of a teaser, just kind of letting people know that that game <laughs> yeah. dropped. Uh, and we got one comment on there. Uh, we got we got a bunch of co- Adam made yeah. some people mad, but I mean I, I don't know. I, Adam, I didn't make people mad. The Adam, person that commented made <laughs> other people mad, and they kind of went at each other. So. Yeah, so we we started a whole TikTok fight, um, which was just amazing to watch unfold. <laughs> flesh uh, and this comment comes from lucas j gaming who just said uh no lightsaber so it's an l which i have i have some comments to talk about that too i have so. some comments to talk about it too and yeah. i'm not going to comment on that comment just yet because it's going to yeah. spoil some of the review so let's just get right into it but ladies and gentlemen uh please keep that comment in mind while we talk about our first topic star wars outlaws the yep. game and i I will get the trailer right away. Let's just do the trailer right Let's away. Just, yeah, so you guys kind of jump into it. This is just the, the the trailer of the story itself, not the gameplay. The gameplay has its own trailer, but it's kind of long, so we're just going to pull up the, the original trailer here. Original trailer here. And Adam, Ubisoft dropped this at their forward event. Yes, at their 423 event and a lot more other games. Actually, this whole last week was the... The Summer Games Fest. So there's games released for Sony, Xbox, PlayStation. Oh, I said Sony. (laughs) For (laughs) Xbox, PlayStation, PC, just a bunch of games. And like, we'd love to cover them all, but that'd just make this podcast probably like four hours long if we really wanted to. There's some stuff that we're really excited about, but these are some of the top games that we want to talk about. Like 
There's Sandland, Alan Wake 2, Payday 3 was announced, Lord of the Rings, Return of the Moira, Avatar yeah. Frontiers of Pandora, just a bunch of games, and a lot of them are going to be in beta too. Um, so yeah, let's just jump into this trailer. Really excited about all these games coming out, but this is one of our top games. I'm excited for this one. Yep. Again, this one's made by Ubisoft. Made by Ubisoft, yep. <sighs> it's just like... It's just something about the fact that if I see anything Star Wars, I'm just immediately happy. Like, did, do you right. have that feeling? I, I have that right. feeling. I love yeah. that part right there. That's Han Solo in, in the Carbonite. Yep, yep. Oh, I love that so much. And so this game's going to be taking place between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Yeah, so that's where it fits into the timeline. Yep, and then this is the main character. Her name is Kay Vest. She's a thief, and that's her little pal uh, named Nyx. Ooh, which I, he's, I think is super cute and adorable. It's like if I were to have an alien <laughs> pet, that's what I want. It's it's definitely like the uh, the alien version of having a dog, I would think. But right, right. I think, just look at him. And just a little prelude here. I think that this your your little character guy Nix here. I think he's going to be mm -hmm. pretty important to the actual gameplay, and not just yep. so much a companion. Right, and which the gameplay did show a lot of what he's going to be able to do, and. And there's speed bikes in this game. Yeah, the there's speed bike racers. Oh my goodness! It's, I cannot be a lot. wait. I cannot wait to drive that speed. I cannot wait to ride that speed racer. Yeah, right. And dude, they were saying that you can do tricks on the speed racer and stuff like that too. Really? Yeah, like almost like I, a BMX kind of style. Hmm, dude, that's gonna be fun. And then the and ship. That's gonna did, be your, yeah, that's yep. gonna be your ship. I. The graphics, too, look amazing. Like, I know this is just, like, cinematic, but they did do the yeah. gameplay drop, and the gameplay drop, like, I feel like, you know, this is obviously a next-gen title. I mean, you can right. you can see it in the gameplay trailer. This is, uh, dude, the Rancor. Let's yep. go. So and I think the, the I, coolest thing with this is you'll be able to travel between different worlds and just, like, kind of get a full effect of Star Wars Galaxy and yeah. that kind of narrative, which is really cool. Dude, and I think since they, I, I, I'm just kind of like guessing here, guys. I don't have any, you know, information, but I think showing the Rancor means that there is a possibility that we could be visiting uh, Jabba the Hutt's lair, which would be super, Ooh. super fun. I mean, kind of makes sense with the kind of the, the style of who she is and the things that she's got to do to kind of survive within this galaxy. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, let you know, let's be honest. It's a, it's, a, it's a gameplay, so you know they could put the rancor anywhere. But I feel like if they hold true, like the rancor only makes it. It just makes logical sense that you would see that in in Jabba the Hutt's lair. So I'm super excited about right. that. Right. But yeah, this is and going to be the first open world Star Wars game. Uh, the mm -hmm. first open world, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, and like and, you said, it's between Empire and Jedi. What let, I'm gonna this is like your kind of game, so I'm gonna let you riff on it and I'll just kind of like jump in yeah. where I see fit because I, I can see the anticipation and excitement in your <laughs> eyes. So, so tell them about the game, man. What, what's going yeah, so on the, here? Yeah, this is definitely is kind of up my alley in terms of gameplay, the third person look, the shooter. And this game has pretty much like anything you'd think to be in a Star Wars game, it's in this game. Like you have the blasters, you have the speed bikes, you have dog fights in space, you have space jumping, you have your little companion Nyx. I just think, and the storyline, I think it seems really like it's going to be pretty cool, kind of going coincides with the main plot line of Star Wars. Um, 
Yeah, and it, like I said, you're going to be the thief, and you become the most wanted bounty in this game. And I'm guessing like it's going to be one ultimate heist that you're going to have to complete to kind of become free. I'm guessing kind of what the story is going to turn into. That's also so what that's I'm thinking. That's kind of what I think well. it's going to take to. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, like so, a big complaint of the game so far is there. There's no lightsabers. There's no Jedi. But they've done that for literally everything else. So my thought is, like, why do they need another game that needs to have Jedis and lightsabers? And you look at Rogue One. That was one. That was a really good Star Wars movie. And there wasn't very many lightsabers. You know what I mean? If any, I can't. Remember, I haven't watched it in a while. But that you know was I mean? my. That was one of my complaints when the, like kind of the new movies dropped. As I was like. I just I'm missing the lightsaber you know what I mean like I'm just missing it but I mean it I, make it, it, in this game it makes sense right so you yep. know let's jump back just a little bit storyline wise um you know like Adam said this takes place in between Empire and Jedi um and I think seeing Han Solo and the Carbonite is is very important for understanding of like what your role is in this game is going to be so your role in this game is to take on these like high risk high reward missions for crime syndicates and basically yep. that like that is what han solo did in the movies and they've always alluded to it but they've never really showed anything about it but if you go back to like you know empire and jedi and stuff like that like han solo has these kind of like um relationships so like with certain groups of people right and these are all crime syndicates within the universe so i think yep. what this game is kind of mimicking is you taking over for han solo in in a sense i mean storyline wise it's not like oh han solo's in carbonite so now i have to take over but that's kind of like the feel that i get for this right is like yeah. you're now kind of taking over those missions that like a han solo would do right and obviously han solo is not a jedi he does not have a he does not have a lightsaber and right. that you know it kind of makes sense i can also see the flip side though of like people who want a star wars game who are really into the lightsabers and just feel like it should be there no matter what so i i, I, I kind of i'm looking past the lightsabers because the star wars is just it's more than just the lightsabers and you know what i mean yes it is In my opinion more, it is more than just the lightsabers and this goes like back into like comics and like there's so there's so much star wars media outside of the movies i mean they have comic books they have full novels they have graphic novels i mean they have audio versions of stuff they have I mean, the, the universe itself is expanded w upon way more than in the movies. So, like, right. I understand where you're coming from as well, and I, I do understand. And I think this game is going to have enough in it, substance-wise, where once you start playing, you might forget that the lightsabers aren't a part of it, and you'll be okay with that because it's, like, enough right. action and enough different things to keep you going. Um, I also do see, you know would i would i love to be able to also pull out a lightsaber at some point yeah obviously i would um but yeah this isn't that's not it's not that type of game so this game might not be for everybody but i do think it's gonna be good but we just got jedi survivor we did just get jedi survivor so and... uh, there's your lights if you want to play with your lightsabers go to jedi survivor <laughs> you know what i mean that game just came out it's you, like, you, so you can't expect lightsaber players get over there jedi survivor yeah. <laughs> I, I think i'm just i'm just kind of like 
my big my argument to it is star wars is much more than lightsabers and if you want to play a lightsaber game jedi survivor like you guys can go like you can play that you can play that i think this game is going to be a little bit more in depth in terms of like just i think it's going to be more focused on the storyline you know what i mean not so much the the combat of the game like yeah this game's open world it's going to be massive but i think it's really going to cater to the people that want a progressing story granted survivor it has a story but like Let's be honest. You just want to go in there and kick the crap out of everything. Right. You know what I mean, yeah. And I and this game has mechanics of stealth and just different mechanics that you don't really see in a Star Wars game, like the stealth, the the driving of the speed bikes, the ship, like all of it, and the interact the, the parkour interacting with the environment. Which that's what Nick's gonna be able to do um, from the gameplay reveal. You can see that Nick's can interact with the environment like by pushing buttons or like fetch different weapons for you i'm sure other things as well so that's kind of cool you can steal stuff from people yeah yeah that's (laughs) That's what i mean so that's that's cool i'm I'm excited about that i think that's cool um yeah dude i mean i like i totally understand and like i think what this game does is it brings star wars to a different audience right yep um you know, obviously, you guys have probably found out by now if you've been listening to the episodes and stuff like that. Like, me and Adam are gamers. We are we are both mm-hmm. hardcore gamers, but we are both very much different types of gamers when it comes yep. to, like, the type of stuff that we like. Um, you know, Adam loves, loves shooting. He loves racing, stuff like that. I love fantasy RPGs and, like, smashing stuff with swords and, you know, like, like puzzle kind of, like, Zelda-y kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Yep. So, like... You know, like kind of like what Adam said, we just got Jedi Survivor, and for an audience like me that wants to hit stuff with swords and solve puzzles, we have that game. And now for an audience like Adam, who would much rather race around, uh, you know, on speeder bikes and shoot stuff. Exploding everything. Yeah, like he has that game now too. And, uh, you know, as much as I want to say like, you know, am I going to miss the lightsaber? Yeah, I'm going to miss the lightsaber, but like, also, if you just kind of look at it and like, I, I wish I had a better, like, I wish I had like a better way to say this, but like, it's almost selfish, right? Cause to, to be like, it needs a light. Like we can only have one game. Like I'm excited that there's a star Wars game that like caters to like the games that you like to play and like, and the ones that like you like to play, you know what I mean? It's kind of right. like you said, give and take, like. Yeah, I have a game that I love. Let's give another audience something that they can love, and I I totally agree with that. And I think this is a game that's going to do that for a lot of Star Wars fans that normally don't like a Souls like type of game or exactly the, the swordsmanship. So yeah, because like a lot of what we were talking about already, it's like you know, as if you guys are watching the video cast on YouTube or anything like that, you can see like you could probably see in my face if you go back as soon as as soon as I saw that Tie Fighter cruise across the screen, like. Mm-hmm. I just immediately a smile came on my face, right? And Star Wars right. is just one of those franchises where it's like no matter no matter what they do, you can say like this is bad, this is bad, this doesn't work, this isn't great, this you know, this could have been better. It's just one of those franchises that really resonates with me and just like anytime I see anything that has to do with it, like I'm just kind of happy and excited. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So like I Definitely. will very easily be able to pick up this game and like like I said, I'll be sad at some point that there's no lightsaber, but you know, then I'm going to jump on my speeder bike and start shooting stuff. And then I'm going to jump in my ship and go warp speed to another galaxy. Like that will be long forgotten very soon. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm, right. I'm, I'm excited for this game and I'm excited that you, you are kind of getting a game that kind of tailors yeah. more towards you, man. 
Right. I'm super excited. I will say there are some concerns about who's developing this game and whether or not it's going to be very good. Big concerns. Uh, that being Ubisoft. Um, yes. Ubisoft is the one producing this game. However, it is the same group that produce The Division. So the, this is kind of like hurts my heart a little bit. So they like took the massive studios and like, nope, no more Division. You're working on these big, big games. Yeah. And so I think the developing team that's making it is the right team to do it in terms of Ubisoft. And this is going to be a game for Ubisoft if it's a make or break game for them. Like, it literally is. I think it's bigger than the Avatars from, from, I can't even remember. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora game. Like, I think this game is the game that will make or break Ubisoft. I think it is too, because, uh, you know, outside, the, there's been one complaint with Ubisoft up for, for forever, and it's they, mm-hmm. they can't seem to nail down a shooting mechanic. Like they can't seem to nail down this like a proper shooting mechanic. And division was kind of like the first game where they were like, okay, this is like, this mechanic is good. You know what I mean? So it makes sense that they would pull that team from division to work on this. I know. But, um, you know, like division has a lot of competition, you know what I mean? When it comes to like the, you know, the shooter market, you, you know, you have your CODs, you got, you got all that stuff. Right. So this, I think because of the franchise attached to it in Star Wars, it is going to bring in a big audience. And this yep. is going to be like Ubisoft's like, hey, we can do shooters. Like, hey, we can yep. do it. You know what I mean? So like I said, or like you said, yeah, this is a very big game for them, I think. Yep. And kind of going off that, they also have the, not going to go into it too much. Uh, X Defiant, though, is another game that a lot of people are super excited about that's supposed to be the COD killer. Yeah. We, like we're not going to talk about that, but Ubisoft's got a lot of stuff going on on their plate right now, and like I said, these games are going to what brings Ubisoft back into like the serious talk of like good game developers. So yeah, I'm super excited about this game. I will say there is one thing that's another big complaint from a lot of people is no character customization and yep. no multiplayer, which I'm okay with the no multiplayer or the no customization. I'm like. You are a KVS, like get yeah. engulfed and being KVS. I think that's super cool. I hope they do bring in some sort of character, like customization, into the point of like different outfits and suits and stuff like that. I think that'd be kind of cool. But the that multiplayer, makes... I, I'm okay with not having that. That makes sense to me. I mean, you know, like, a, you know, you're playing, like you said, you're playing as a designated character in a storyline. You're not playing mm-hmm. as just a random RPG character. So it makes sense that you don't get to customize your own character now you know like maybe you can change hair color like you said or change outfits or something like that that's right. fine but I, I i honestly wouldn't expect a character customization like we didn't get a character customization in jedi uh, a little bit in the second one you did you got much more i thought i thought you could like do stuff with the hair and do a bunch of stuff with cal himself yeah. You could but like you didn't get to design your own character like you still oh, okay, had, yeah. you were still kale yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. I feel yeah. you there. So I'm okay with that. Uh, what I'd yeah. really love to see more is can we customize the ship? I'm Ooh. not so much worried about the character. Like, I think like having your own ship and being to customize your own ship would be even cooler than being able to customize your character. Right. I don't know if that will be a thing. That's a good question. Hopefully, at some point, maybe. It- I, I mean, I'm hoping they do it because that would be cool. I would love. I would much rather instead of making her hair pink, just like be yeah. able to put like a badass paint job on my ship or something like that, or like, 
you know, upgrade some thrusters or let, you know, right. do, so, do something cool with the ship. I would much rather do that. Um, how do you feel about this open world, though? That is I like open I, worlds. This is my concern on it, right? Uh-huh. This is going to be probably the biggest open world that Ubisoft's ever done. Correct? Probably up there. Definitely up there. Probably yeah. one of the biggest ones. Same with Avatar Frontier Pandora. Yeah. I think that's supposed to be really big, too. So, so being able to travel to all these galaxies and stuff like that, do mm-hmm. you think Ubisoft is going to put the work in to make it worthwhile to travel to these places? So that's another thing that a lot of people com- are like had concerns about. They say a lot of Ubisoft's open world games are very shallow in terms of like their development outside of like the mainframe of the game. Exactly, and now and they're again tr- transposing I- this into planet <laughs> like galaxy size areas. And I think that's again where it makes or break this game is whether or not they can bring in a full-scale, open-world, massive game and if this is going to be it for them. Yeah. I mean, developers, guys, seriously, gigantic open worlds are great, but not if you just fill them with grass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. like I right. would much rather have a smaller, condensed, interesting world than a gigantic world full of nothing but just, like, static over, like static overlays of just multiple tree sets just you know what i mean like you gotta yeah. give you gotta give me a reason to explore a giant universe and just throw some snow on it throw <laughs> right. some rain a desert like yeah i know what yeah. you're saying i i hope not i hope this does become a game where it's like anywhere you look there's something exciting about the environment and yeah i think again they have to I, if they don't do it in this game i think ubisoft isn't a, a serious game developer I mean, I I feel I feel like they have to. I mean, mm-hmm. l- look at the be- like look at the best to ever do it, right? Mm-hmm. GTA, um, the GTA universe, always gigantic. Yeah. These, these it's it it's oh and it's it's gigantic, but it's gigantic and full. Right. There is something to do every single place that you go. And how long ago has it been since GTA Five? I mean that that's years. Like it's been. I think years. it's ten years, ten fifteen years, yeah. something like that. Close close to like ten years since GTA yeah. Five, and it's like, you know, developers really need to jump on that. Like you know, the capabilities were there. We we know that the capabilities have been there. So like, if you're gonna make a gigantic world, you gotta fill it with stuff, man. You yeah. gotta you gotta fill it. <laughs> yep. Again, so, so super excited about this game. It comes out in 2024, so a little while away. So they have time to work out the kinks and kind of get some feedback of what the community is looking for. Now kind of moving forward, kind of going right into that point of hopefully this game is not just a bunch of just shallow like environments, and that being Starfield. What do you want to Oh, shoot. Yeah, let's draft first. <laughs> Sorry. Jumping okay. ahead. Jumping ahead. We are going to do a draft of our... If we were to put Jedi and Sith into this game, our team. And the way we're doing it tonight, or today, Dave is going to be drafting the Sith, and I'm going to be drafting the Jedi. And Could you so, see how excited I was for this draft, and I didn't yeah. want to skip it? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did see that. So, with okay, that said, but, but Jedi quick, versus... Oh. Yep, real quick. I'm drafting Sith, so hold on. Let me... Um, no, no. Oh, here we no. go. Dave trying to click stuff. <laughs> no, it's gonna work. It's gonna work. I, there we go. Okay. Uh, oh no, it's Christmassy. <laughs> oh, change it to red. I got gotcha. you. I changed it. I gotta change it to red. There we go. There okay, we go. Now, good lord. Come on. 
All right, I can't do it. It's not gonna work. I got it. Fifty gold stars for me. A plus. Best there podcast host ever. There okay. we go. All right. <laughs> for okay. our Jedi no. versus Sith draft, we're doing it. I'm gonna let you go. I'll, I'll let you go first. This doesn't. This one honestly doesn't matter because we can't take our oh, each true. other's picks anyway. That's true. Well, so, my number, ahead. my uh, pick for the open it up. The leader of this draft or the leader of my Jedi team is Yoda. Like it's kind of given for me. There's there was nowhere else to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there is literally nowhere right. else to go. Uh, and my first pick will not surprise anybody either. Uh, with the first overall pick on the Sith Lord team, I will be taking the one and only Mr. Josh Sidious, the Emperor. There is no evil. There is no greater evil than the yeah. Emperor. I feel like this. Sign him up. <laughs> right. <laughs> he's a, he's the he's the guy, man. He's the one that is the evil of all evils of the evils. The evil of all evil. You okay. Can't, you can't not have it. My number two, actually. I don't think that you would see this coming. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi is my number two. Okay. Yeah. All I put, right. I put him above somebody you're probably thinking I probably shouldn't have, but I did. I did not think you were going to go there next. I'm yeah. pretty sure you're going to go there after the Obi-Wan pick, but um, yeah, number two. I like it. I I'd like it surprised. a lot. Obi Obi doesn't get the respect. That's bro. what Obi I mean. doesn't get enough respect. Yeah, who, he don't. Who trained Darth Vader? I'm so. Listen, listen. There is no bigger advocate for Obi Wan. Okay, right? I'm just saying. I, I I'm love just, him. I had to put it out. He deserves. He deserves to be on that list. Yeah. I just think in the jet, the general pop, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. Get, he doesn't get the respect that he deserves. Right. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, with the second overall pick, uh, I, I'm gonna take uh, Mr. Dark Revan. Oh, I okay. love. Yeah, I I like it. I, I like love it. I love Revan. Um, just dueling special the the dual wielding sabers like get out of here, bro. That's get out of cool. here. And and trained as a Sith and uh, as a Jedi knows knows both sides of the Force. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's got to be there. It's got to be there. Let's go. My number three pick on my Jedi team is Mace Windu. The Samuel L. Jackson. Yep. <laughs> Mace Windu is my next uh, pick. Just because he has a purple lightsaber? How'd you know? <laughs> is that real life? Is no, that I, real I, life? And he's a really powerful Jedi, but I like the purple <laughs> lightsaber, so yeah. Yeah, the, do, you, do you know a funny story behind that? Do you know why he has a purple lightsaber? Isn't it because like, he... I can't remember. It was something that he said that I'm not going to do it unless I get a purple. I can't remember. Something like that. Yes. And it is a very selfish reason. Um, and somebody fact-checked me on this, but I do believe the reason why Mace Windu has the purple lightsaber is because Samuel L. Jackson said that he would not do the movie unless there was unless he got a purple lightsaber because nobody else in the Star Wars universe has a purple lightsaber, and he wanted to be able to be seen on screen at all times. That's funny. Well, he was Isn't that the, crazy? He was the biggest actor in that movie at that point. At that point, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I probably would have given him a purple lightsaber to have him in the movie, but also, yeah. like, Samuel, I was like, come on, but come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. You didn't need that. Well, he, he did, and he that. got it. So. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, number three on the list, uh, I'm going to go with little Darth Maul. I knew that one was going to be on the list. I like him Did a you lot. Th- He's a cool I host. like him a lot, dude. I know his appearance was cut short in episode one, but that, okay. Who, I believe you know this. Who is my favorite Ninja Turtle? Uh, to be Donatello. Donatello. Let's correct. go. <laughs> Let's go. And do you, uh, Donatello 
rocking the bow staff. Darth Maul has the bow staff of lightsabers, and I love that. I like it. I like it. Yep, I like it. All right, my number four pick. Uh, shoot, I forgot which one I wrote down. No, I didn't. I just want to make sure I had uh, one right next. Ahsoka. I already know who it is. I do not know who it is. Let's go. Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Let's go. She, okay. I, I expected you to have Darth Vader in here a little bit sooner because she's fought against Darth Vader, took his mask off. She's super fast, super powerful, and that's why I put her on my list. That uh, Well-deserving. Well-deserving of that spot. All right. Uh, with the fourth pick uh, for Team Sith Lord, I'm going to take Darth Sion. This is a very... Okay. Guys might not know who the, or, I'm sorry, not guys. People might, people might not know who this is. Um, but this, okay, this Sith Lord has got to be one of the most powerful unknowns in the in the Star Wars universe. He literally died and is now immortal because he is held together by the dark side. Like, I have an immortal Sith Lord on my team. That's pretty powerful. Mic drop. That's pretty powerful. <laughs> Well, how is he defeated then? He can't be. Ooh, just pull Let's a go. pull of a, a just, Deadpool chop off his head kind of situation. I just I just long played you on the Doctor Manhattan right you did, there. You did. I did. I, I just I, that was the long con on the Doctor Manhattan. I took Doctor Manhattan and I put that in my pocket and I never forgot it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Well, with my fifth overall pick is it's Luke Skywalker. You can't have a Jedi team without Luke Skywalker. He you can't. I don't honestly like he he gets beat up quite a bit, but he always he gets does. back up. He always gets back up. It's you know it's he like, always gets back up exactly, and that's kind of why I went with uh, Luke Skywalker. That's a solid list. It's a solid list. Mm -hmm. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, with the fifth and final overall pick, Adam, <gasps> Darth Vader. Wrong. Oh wow. Let's go. Wow. I decided uh, I'm gonna go with Darkatus. I like okay. Darkatus, man. Yeah, let's go. I mean, close. He's close. All right. So he is. He is the. He's Vader's grandson. So mm -hmm. still kind of close. Um, but again, just a complete badass <laughs> and trained as both a Jedi and a Sith Lord knows both sides, uh, and has been compared to the lightsaber skills that would only be topped by Luke Skywalker. Okay. If you're if you're t if you're talking one two on the list of lightsaber skills, I got to take them. Gotcha. So, yeah. Gotcha. I like great it. Draft. Dude, this is a fun draft. I this will is a say. Great draft. Um, there's one other thing I was gonna say. Shoot, I, I lost my train of thought. Whatever. Let's keep moving on. We'll keep moving on. We got a lot to get over. Um, I will say one thing real quick. Yeah. Oh, wait. Sorry, yeah, after you. Sorry. I got what I was gonna say. Go ahead. Nope, go ahead. Uh, we we noticed we we all noticed uh that Darth Vader did not make the list. Uh, and I'm gonna throw it out there and I'm gonna get ready for some comments so that we have some comments for next week. Uh, Darth Vader soft, bro. Just saying. He's iconic. He's he's iconic. He's amazing. But he went soft, dude. If I'm he building the Sith soft. Lord, he went soft. If I'm building the Sith Lord team, can't have that. Yep. Can't have that. Turned. He turned on the Sith at the very end. <laughs> he did. And yeah, he did. So, kind of going off of that, I was gonna. I was thinking about putting Anakin as a Jedi. I was like, ah, that's kind of cheap. That was cheap. So I didn't put I him was, on the list. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Like, if yeah. you took Anakin, could I not take Darth Vader? Yeah, too? so I took him. So. I kept him off my list because, like, he became more of a villain. Like, one episode of Anakin being bad, or two, two, three. Yeah. Well, he turned into Darth I mean, Vader the third one. 
He turned into Vader in the third one. Episode yep. two, you were getting like flashes, like glimpses, yeah. where like you could see the writing on the wall. But uh, right. like episode three was that first, the mask comes down, yep. click. That so he's been Darth Vader so much more so than Anakin. So that's why I didn't put him on my list. Makes sense. Makes sense. Great draft, though. That, yeah, was, that was a great draft. Fun. All right. Now, yeah, with I that like said, that kind of moving forward to more of the stars, um, kind of like we were talking about, hopefully this game is very dense, full of good environments and things to do. Uh, however, there are a lot of concerns. And we're talking about Starfield, uh, which is coming out September 26th. Xbox right. We are talking about We are talking about Starfield. Um, and I have two words for this game. And then again, guys, this is an Adam game. He's, he, he's a super, I'm super juiced. excited. So I'm, I'm going to let him riff on it a little bit, but I have two words, uh, for this game, uh, ambitious and overwhelmed that, that do we, are, we are thinking the same today. I have that written are down we on my the notes. Same, are, are we on the same page today? I, I feel think, like we're on the same page. We might be, we might be on the same guys, page. Trailer getting pulled up right now. Yeah. Let's pull up the trailer, but yeah. Um, Yes. Oof. The the the. So I've watched all the showcases. I've watched mm-hmm. all the trailers. And the funny thing about this, right? When I first saw this kind of come live, I was like, "This is going to be exactly what I wanted from a game that came out a very long time ago and did not deliver." Do you know what game I'm talking about? <sighs> no, no Man's, Man's Sky. Sky. Exactly. And I have a lot of things to say about this, but uh, this trailer's old. They did a huge showcase of the gameplay on the the Xbox uh, showcase on Sunday. Yeah, they Sunday. closed with it. It was so, like 45 minutes, right? It was a massive yeah, showcase. Yeah. Yep. So it's made by Bethesda. Um, and just like from the beginning, you just look at it, you're like tons and tons of content tons that of can come content. from this. And... And they say it's 25 years in the making, so they've been working on this for a very long time. <laughs> we're gonna talk into, uh, we're gonna talk here in a bit about everything that you could do in this game. But uh, if if that holds true, yeah, yeah, 25 years in the making seems like um, seems like a, an accurate representation. Almost yeah, not enough time. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, visually it looks stunning. I and I'm a space right. guy, as you guys can probably tell by like my spacey kind of yeah. nerdy background here. Like I'm a I'm a huge space mm-hmm. fanatic. Like I, I I eat that stuff up. So like I'm super excited about right. this. And visually, it looks great. And I have yep. yeah. and just the environments is it's huge. Like there's gonna be so much you can do. It's like you said, almost overwhelming. There's gonna be a storyline to it. There's different. Oh, just there's yeah so there's cool. different galaxies so cool. there's different planets there's different cities there's different like civilizations within the cities like it's basically yeah. and as you can see here you can jump between different solar systems and uh, see like that looks so raw yeah and I, I think the biggest thing is you're gonna have to search for artifacts uh that's gonna be part of the story the search for artifacts and all this and stuff the melee, the the mechanics of the game just seem super cool. The you can play in third person or first. I love person. that because I'm not really I'm not really much of a first person kind of guy. So I wouldn't, right. you know, like when a game yep. comes along and it's only first person, I'm kind of like, eh. but you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm kind of like, eh. yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you can switch. And I think it's you can jump into it back and forth like whenever yeah, you I mean, want I'll, to. Like, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna set that bad boy in uh, in third person and never touch it ever again. So, <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, like the the environments look great, guys. If you're if you guys are just kind of um, 
if you're if you're just listening on on the Spotify or whatever, um, it's basically showing you this just plethora of environments. I mean, we're shooting through space, we're going through, you know, different galaxies onto different planets. We're seeing all this different integration of like foliage and wildlife and different types of cities on each of these things. So I mean, this is like. It is literally gigantic, the amount of stuff that could be in this yeah. game. Um, and much like Adam said, so the storyline behind this game is you are a space explorer um, and you're kind of like joining up with this space explorer group. Um, and it seems that as the game loads up, you are, uh, you are awoken and you find this very strange artifact. And the remaining part of the game will be to search the universe in search of the other parts of this artifact like the artifact that you find is part of a set of artifacts that you need to collect and you need to travel mm -hmm. through the universe and try to find the entire set right right and the biggest thing the biggest the coolest thing about this game kind of as dave said there's over a thousand there worlds is over a thousand to. different planets that you can travel to yeah. and we'll we'll touch on that We'll touch on that in a second. Do you? So, uh, Adam, Adam is obviously very excited about this. So, I wanted to to get to go go ahead and get out all your love real quick before I drop my could before I drop my butt. <laughs> all right. So, just kind of going into like talking about the gameplay a little bit. Um, like I said, this game is supposed to be huge. You can make it whatever you want. There, I kind of go into the Star Wars like. It's everything you'd want in a Star Wars game. Now, this is anything you'd want in a space yeah. exploration game. Um, tenfold. Like, supposedly tenfold. Like, it's going to be as much of... Yeah, it's going to have everything you want in a space game. Sorry, it's it's overwhelming. Kind of like Dave said. Yeah, it's literally put overwhelming. <laughs> put it into words. Um, so, you'll get your own ship, which you actually get multiple ships. You can buy a ship. You can customize a ship. You can upgrade the ship. You can hire a crew. And that's, like, just the start. And then, like kind of going off the ship in space you you have dog fights and you to really attack the other other ships you have to like allocate power certain ways to like your your blasters and your shields kind of combat or you can allocate the, the power to make you fly faster it's it's super cool there's tons of stuff uh the character customization is in depth but the way they showed it and explained it it's in depth, but very simple. I, at yeah, the same everybody time, was kind of really raving cool. on the on the character creation, and I didn't really see. Yeah. Also, like I'm not a big character creator, and I don't know if you are. Um, I know some people really love to like, you know, really get in there and try to make it look like themselves. But I kind of just I'm that guy that's yeah. kind of like, give me preset B, and <laughs> you know what I mean. Like let's <laughs> let's start this game. You know what I mean. So yeah. the character creation didn't do too much and, for me, but I mean it's cool that it's in there. It's cool that it's in there for people that like it. Right, and kind of just going off a little bit more is, I think you're gonna find that you can probably get to what, like you like the presets, but I think you're gonna be able to find in this the way they made the morphing system because you know like it's a bunch of sliders that you have to do like in a whole bunch of other games. I think this is gonna be more so just like. You can blend easier. Like it's not going to be so many different little segments. I think it's kind of yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of in the. You don't have to go to subsystem or sub menus to get all this. I think it's gonna be much easier in that aspect. Um, your character, you'll be able to have like a different backstory that can help you in different ways of the game. Um, and it's just so big. And you'll you'll have the skill system, which there's five skill trees and four skills per the tree. 
you upgrade it by completing different challenges and oh i i don't know where else to go I mean, it's so much to talk about in this ambitious. game it's super ambitious cool. very ambi- ambitious uh, ambitious and overwhelming and um you know guys i'm sorry i'm gonna break the the podcast rule here and i actually like i i, I actually do take notes um and uh this game honestly there's so much about this game that i literally kind of just i'm gonna do like a quick run through but i actually have to kind of read my notes because that's how much is in this game that you will you will literally forget everything so like like adam said um you know you are a space explorer you're finding you wake up you find a strange artifact um you join this like uh explorer faction and your goal here is going to be to find the remaining sets of these artifacts and i relate this story a lot to Mm -hmm. um like ready player one where you're trying to find the keys you know like something like that so that's kind it's it's kind of like a galaxy-wide scavenger hunt is like kind of what you're going on here um and the main system mm-hmm. that you're going to be working with is is the star map which is this gigantic star this is like your hub of like how you travel around right and so within the map you can see you can fade this map all the way out to like universe size so you're going to see different galaxies and then you can zoom in and you can see different planets within the galaxies and then you can pick a planet and you can zoom in on the planet and you can see these different civilizations that are all throughout the planet and like figure out where you want to go and the city diversity that we've seen so far um does look really really cool so like these Mm -hmm. these cities i'm hoping for the most part have their own kind of like their own feels and their own vibes to them like they were showing in some of the gameplay they have like a wild west uh, like kind of city they have like a si- yeah yeah, yeah like, like a space, space cowboy Cowboys. city they have like a cyberpunk kind of vibe where you know, it's like neons everywhere and stuff like that and they, they have like yep. just very densely populated by like quote-unquote animals like there's not a lot of like human civilization it's just a lot of forest and stuff like that so mm-hmm. it, it is a diverse thing and like adam said uh there's going to be over a thousand planets that you can that you can kind of jump to and jump around in all these galaxies and thus because the travel is so extensive another part of this game is you can build outposts and outposts are basically like yep from what i've gathered in my research it's like you can build home bases on all of these different planets and then when it comes to hiring your crew and stuff like that like you're going to be able to bring people into this story with you you're going to have um like your your gameplay character kind of buddies that are always kind of with you but you're also going to be able to just pick up like crew members and you can assign those crew members of like do you want them to go to the outpost do you want them to be on this ship do you want them to accompany you on the ship that you're boarding so i mean this game is this game is basically like galactic business to me like that's what that's what like that's yeah, kind of what it basically like, feels yeah. like to me is like you are running like a galactic business um because these outposts you like the outposts from what we've seen in the outpost builder almost looks like a mini version of like a sim city right so you're like building these yeah. outposts yep. you're having these quote-unquote crew members which are like your occupants and you need to have them take care of the facility and stuff like that while you're gone um I mean, it just, it's just a lot. You can do weapon modding. Um, the, yeah. the one thing that I thought was really cool is they did say that the gravity field on each planet is going to be yeah, different. Yep. It's yeah, going to so affect, it affect everything. Yep. It's going to affect how you move. It's going to affect yep. how the gun works. It's going to affect like, you know, if, if you want to think of just like the most realistic, like kind of 
galaxy simulator that you could possibly think of i think that's what they're going for this with this game and like i'm super excited for it because this is the exact game that i thought i was getting when no man's sky dropped years ago and we all know how that went down you like that game was just a horrendous pile of garbage like we were literally lied to like they literally lied to us about all the things that they said like you'd be able to do in this game and like I think Starfield is the no man's sky that everybody wanted that nobody got. And I, so that's another thing I've been seeing a lot of people are trying to compare it to no man's sky a little too much. I think this game though is going to have its own identity compared to do you no think? man's sky. I think I do. I think that cause no man's sky is kind of just, you go out there and play, right? Like it doesn't really have the storyline. I, I only played for a little bit cause I thought it was bad. Like very, I, played it for a few hours like i don't want to play this anymore i feel like this one has a more storyline to it it has more characters it has like it it's got all that to it. it's got different mechanics in terms of like the first person shooter third person shooter like you know I, mean? I mean i i 100 percent agree with you because i picked up no man's sky on drop like release day drop i picked it up because yeah. i was that excited about it yeah and um yeah i mean what no man's sky really needed was a storyline i mean that game that game literally yeah. just dropped you in and like you know i say this all the time like i you know i'm a i'm i'm a souls player so i'm used to just being like dropped into a game and it's like nothing you have no explanation it's just like go right so like uh, you know and right. figure, figure everything out, out, on, out your on your own, own. so i'm used so. to that but for that specific game type it just like it didn't work i feel like in a game that has this much going on you need a little bit of like direction you need a little bit guidance. of guidance right it's just yep. it like you know going back to the overwhelming thing like it's just too much for you to just be like i'll figure it all mm-hmm. out like you're not like you're not like the best gamers in the world could not figure out everything like everything you know what <laughs> i mean it's just it's just too crazy but yeah it should be really cool and th- yeah i'm super excited um now kind of going off of, like how we said star wars is okay mm-hmm. to be a single player game this is a game I wish what had multiplayer. I go ahead. And I'll yeah, tell you why. I tell you why. Because it's so big. This game is so big. A thousand worlds, whatever you can travel all of them. Yeah, you have the the NPCs, but I feel like it's gonna get lonely. You're flying through all these planets. You're doing all this. Like, how cool would it be? Like, hey, <laughs> Dave, I want you to jump into this world with me, and we're gonna just go destroy people and start doing some pirating. Like. That would that to me that's cool. This is a game I think that should have it would multiplayer. In my it opinion, it would be amazing. I wonder. I one hundred percent agree yeah. with you. It, you know, it it it's a game that definitely has a multiplayer feel to it, where it would succeed and it would be a lot of fun. And I yep. think this is where having this much stuff into the game has really hurt them because. To be able to do everything that you can do in this game and have this world be this massive and then also have an online server where all of these people, it's just not, I don't think it's fathomable. Yeah, I don't think, right now, I don't think it's, like the the technology isn't there to have such a capable cloud server. I think it's too big, especially like, let's say you're, like you and I are traveling together and we're like, hey, let's go to this world. And then so really we're server jumping right. to a different world and you'd have to have thousands on thousands of world like servers because 
Yeah, you're on one server, but how many people right. are in that world? So I understand why they can't do the multiplayer right. at this point, but it'd just be so cool just to think like, Dave, hop on my ship. We're going to go it, to this world. It or one like, thousand, dude, it would 1,000% be awesome. And I, I, if you if you gave me the old ringy-ding-ding and was like, yo, let's go spaceship pirating, I would be on that ship in a second. I just, you know, yeah, like, That's like, what I, like mean. I said, I just think like having this much in the game is like the multiplayer is where it's actually come to like kind of bite them in the ass because it's like you've made this amazing mm -hmm. experience and this like so in-depth experience that it's just too much to take online like i could see us like jumping into this pirated ship and then we like warp speed to another galaxy and your xbox just like fizzles and like yeah. starts on fire <laughs> you're just like yeah. i just can't handle it right yeah. right um it, uh, i will say there was one other thing i was gonna say although elder elders or not elder what is it called? Elder, Elder Scrolls. Scrolls. I never yeah. played that, so it's hard for me to remember. They started out solo only, and they ended up creating an online version, right? I, I never played them, so I don't know the full details of like Elder they Scrolls. They did in general, end up but... being able to do an online. The the only thing though is yeah. Elder Scrolls, um, as in depth of a RPG as that game actually is, and and how how vast mm -hmm. of a of a landscape it is, I still don't think it even comes close to what this game is going to touch. No, no, definitely not. But what I'm saying is like it started out as solo. Maybe they'll make maybe like ten worlds are multiplayer. You can fly to these worlds. That and could, that like, could work if they the limit the galaxy down to a certain size for multiplayer yeah. only. I mean, that could yeah. work. I also yeah. think that, like, mm -hmm. with a game like this, especially, you know, like, you know, games drop all the time. And we get, you know, we get day one patches. We get week one patches. We get month one patches. I think this game, because it has so much going on, and it's it's it has to be just such a taxing process to... to you know, to check every single aspect of this game. I, I'm th yeah, little, yeah, like I'm cranny. thinking maybe they also <laughs> just kind of like maybe they put multiplayer on the back burner because they knew that they're going to have right. to do a lot of reworking on this on the single player experience as soon as this drops and they might just not want to overwhelm themselves right. too. And I think that to that point, it's I don't know if it's ever going to be a thing, but it's just what I would love to see in this game. Uh, is some multiplayer again i don't know if it's ever gonna happen probably not but um because like fallout never got multiplayer no. did i mean it, so. i'm sure i'm sure you're so. not the only one to be honest and like maybe you could start the movement yeah. man so, uh, guys let us, know, let us know in the petition. comments down below if you want to be part of the uh starfield multiplayer uh tactical squad yeah. <laughs> part of the let's talk nerdy yeah the let's talk yeah, nerdy pirates that, that'd be sick um I will say, so kind of going off the bugs and stuff that you're saying, the Todd Howard, so like the game developer, he said this is the Bethesda's game that has the fewest bugs of all their games. But it's one of those things I'll see I will, it when I, I believe it. I will see so. it when I believe it. Um, <laughs> yeah. With how big this game is. Especially with that launch of the last Assassin's Creed. Like, I need to, I need to see yep. it. You know what I mean? Like, the, the last Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah. Different developers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I, this, this isn't Ubisoft. Yeah, I'm confused with that Ubisoft. But um, yeah, either way, dude. Like I, like I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. So, yeah. Right. Um, another thing I was gonna mention that it's capped at thirty. I was gonna bring that up too. Second. What's the deal? 
people are like freaking out saying like, oh, it's not finished. It's not finished. And like developer, like I think it's finished or it's going to be finished. I think it's to keep it consistent. Here's like the whole. Here's what I think happened. Um, I think this game, you know, as they said, was 25 years in the making or whatever. Um, it, I mean, it, it, it was probably an idea for a pretty long time, but let's talk like actual development. Maybe it was, maybe this game has been an actual mm-hmm. working development for like, let's say eight years, eight, seven years, right? Some, something around that time, maybe, maybe 10, who knows? Either way, I think, I feel like this game maybe was meant to be a last gen drop and it just took a little like a little bit too long like a little bit longer than they thought and like now to have a game this size and like redo all the texturing and like redo all like redo everything for the next gen like would just be such a ridiculously long and arduous task that they're like in their heads, they might be like, this is a last-gen game, but we're just going to drop it because, like, we missed the boat and we're sorry. <laughs> like, do you think that's a possibility? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But, like, how effective, like, in my opinion, and, like, in your opinion, how affected are you versus 30 frames Not versus 60 frames? That's what I mean. I, I don't think it really is a big deal. Sure, maybe that was the case. It was going to be for next-gen but they took their time. They polished it as much as they could. And it's going to play phenomenally. Like, you're never going to have, like, frame drops. You know what I mean? You're never going to have that, as as you should hope, with 30 the- frames per second. Yeah, I mean, this game is going to be at 30 FPS. Like, is it really going to affect the gameplay too much? I don't think so. I think everybody's going to love this game, no matter if it's 60 frames, 30 frames. And let's be honest, people are going to play I feel it either like- way. And again, I, I'm I'm ready for the comments. Go ahead, go ahead and hit the comments. Um, I don't know. It's just not 60, 60 FPS. Just isn't a big deal to me. It's just really not. And like, I agree. I, you know, I'm I'm an old school gamer. I'm I'm the first to tell you. Like, I'm an old school gamer. Like, I I have a gaming PC. I never touch it. I <laughs> I I have a <laughs> PS5 that I play on a TV. Like a regular, just a regular like. It's just a TV. It's not like a gaming monitor or anything like that. So, like, I don't know. That stuff doesn't really bother me as much. I would just... The thing that I kind of notice is graphics-wise. So, like, if I'm looking at it, yep. it does look like a, like a last-gen. It, it doesn't look like next-gen to me. It doesn't mean it looks... I don't... It doesn't I mean disagree. That it, I disagree. I, it I doesn't it mean good. that it looks bad. But I'm just saying, like, it just doesn't look like next-gen graphics to me. It looks like... It looks like PS4 era. You know what I mean? I don't know. I I, could, I think it looks like next gen. I because and the biggest thing is you'll be able to play this in 4K, so it's gonna yeah. look even better. So like, what have what have you been watching on your your phone, your laptop? What do you have you been watching yeah, on 4K I've been watching monitors? It on 4K. I th- I think uh huh sure but I think I, I think it looks really good. I think it looks like 4K next gen. I don't know. I think texture wise, it kind of looks last gen. It's, yeah, it's, I suppose. I guess. Especially I don't when you're I looking at it. like NPC character models and stuff like that, I'm kind of like, eh, it's yeah, kind of NPCs like the the NPC sure like, but the world itself, yeah, I think it looks but, really good. Like the environment, I think looks next gen. But yeah, I think like this game, like would you rather have like insanely good 
environments or insanely good NPCs that really are obnoxious and annoying to talk to? I mean, environments all the way. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's probably where they put more of their emphasis, especially with, like, they, they're, like, really, like, proud of their lighting, the way they have the light hit the world. Oh, yeah. And it's, I think that... I think that's where Each they put most of it. Each planet has its so. own, like, and they've really kind of, yeah. like, focused on this, like, cinematic lighting. So, like, each each planet right. is, is lit, like, how it should be in the universe. And that's one thing I wanted mm-hmm. to just kind of touch on um, is that they actually did. I, I don't know how true this is, but a lot of the research that I did, they kind of contacted NASA um, like experts yep. in some of these situations. So what they've done is they've they've obviously like obviously there's no way to prove this because we've never been anywhere outside of Mars. But um, you know they've made <laughs> yeah. uni- like they've made worlds that theoretically could actually exist. It's not like they just went crazy and were like, yeah, Throwing just like in space. Like oh, let's put a. 70 foot crocodile with wings on this planet you know what i mean like they they kind of just like these things they say that these things are going to look not like they not familiar but like they belong there and i i think that's kind of cool and and, you know when it comes to exploration and stuff like that you know like i'm a huge nerd when it comes to i want i want to see every nook and cranny i want to i want to you know find the special thing that nobody else found in the game so like i'm excited for it graphics graphics yeah, wise does it look a little previous gen to me it does but again <laughs> like you're talking to the dude that still plays star fox 64 so like do i really care not at all it, it, it nothing it means no. it means nothing to me but i can understand why some people this kind of like you know newer generation of gamer um would would yeah. care about 30 fps and possibly previous gen graphics and to be honest, all those ones that are complaining about 60 FPS versus 30 FPS, go back seven years. You will never, you would never be talking about this. You know what I mean? Like, you should just be excited where the games have become versus what they were even five years ago. Like, it's insane on what the games have, like the capabilities of a hundred percent. And I hear so. this all the time. I hear this yeah. all the time with, um, you know, like obviously, you know, my favorite game is Bloodborne, and like. I hear this all right. the time because it's a PS4 release. It's 30 frames per second. And like people are saying all the time, like, I can't wait for Bloodborne on 60 FPS. And I'm just like, but yeah, like, like I can't wait either. It's amazing. But still, like, 30 FPS is a great game. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, it's still good. Yeah. So, uh, you know, yeah, whatever. Right, right. Me- all right. Well, like we said, this game is coming out September 6th. We're super excited. I can't wait to be a space pirate and steal sandwiches from everybody. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Um, oh, sorry. One more thing I want to say on it is that I'm kind of going to the ship customization because yeah. we kind of only touched on it. It is so cool. You can build the shape to like, or the ship to any yeah. shape you want. Like watching the gameplay or the showcase, it was like, you can make them look like a giant mech or like different animals. Yeah. I think that's really cool. So that's the only last thing I want to say about it. But super excited about this game. Comes out September 6th of this yeah, year. Very soon. Dave. Very you soon. Know what that means, right? It means right. You have to get this either on PC or buying an Xbox Series X. <laughs> if they do multiplayer or if they don't do multiplayer, then I'm just going to watch you play it. And it's going to be just as fun. <laughs> what why are you not gonna get it on that why would you get on your pc you have a beast, of a, have computer. A beast of a computer which i dude you can play with a controller you just have to plug a controller and you're like oh look it's like i'm playing on a console all right. but 4k all, right. all the time uh, this will be my first pc game then 
It's, it's going to be you exciting. Better. You better. It's going to be exciting. Play this game too. It's going to be great. You, I'm going to need your help because, like, I'm going to be like, hey, Dave, did you do this yet? And you'll be like, no, I'm going to be your co pilot. So. I'm going to watch you play. I'm going to be looking up in the, man, in the galactic manuals of where all the precious loot is. It's going to be great. <laughs> all right. All right. Honestly, this is probably going to be my next, like, game like my next division oh, I, yeah i so, i am full throttle just yeah. ready to not talk to you for like a week after september 6th where you're just like yeah. you'll come out of yeah. it and be like i have so many chips <laughs> like yep this is exactly what i thought yeah, would happen. Right? <laughs> so it's yeah, yeah, super excited, super excited. you're right. super excited about that With that said the next game that we're going to talk about i am super excited for and that is the alone in the dark remake Oh, I can see in his face he's already not excited about it. All right. All right. Well, let me... Uh, you know yeah. what? It's about time you crafted my parade. It's only taken us, what, nine episodes? Yeah. Nine episodes for you to crap on my parade? Yeah. Okay. Nine episodes. So Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah talk about what, it a little let, bit, let, or do you want me to... Yeah, let's get the trailer, the trailer up. up. Let's get the trailer up. Um, okay, trailer's so up. Go, let's go ahead and jump into this, guys. This is going to be a remake of the 1992 game Alone in the Dark. And I have a lot to say about this. That's okay. Too. All right. That's uh, all right. This, you know, now I know what it feels like to to like know that you're about to crap on stuff, and it it's not a good feeling. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not a great feeling. Right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And this is one of the original trailers. Again, there's been gameplay shown of the game, but just kind of keeping it so you guys can see. Yeah. What so right now like. we're looking at the prologue, right? And um. We're watching some very interesting things of this girl who has been hanging all of her dolls and then also puts a rope around her neck. Um, and that kind of gives you a, a little peek into the vibe of what this game is going to be like. Uh, but this is a very noir-style kind of crime drama thriller. Um, it does bring in a lot of the aspects of the original 1992 game. I'm so the, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. How could you not be excited for this? What are you not excited about? What are you not excited about? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you why. I've seen it. You've seen it. You know what I mean? I've seen it. This game is just another one of those horror third person like run away from stuff, shoot stuff. Like, okay. I don't know. I, I'm just not into okay. this kind of game. Um, I here's, know you are. Here's so, but I just get the sense that it's it's been done before. It's been done. Okay, and I think I might change your mind with this. Um, All right, we'll see. So let's see. This this will be my spiel to try to change change Adam's mind into also being excited about this game. Um, yes. Okay. So like many of the franchises that we are seeing right now, Resident Evils. Silent Hills, all of that stuff, all getting a remake. It only makes sense that Alone in the Dark gets a remake. And the thing about Alone in the Dark, this game came out in 1992. It basically paved the way for the rest of these games. And I can understand why Adam thinks that this has been done before, because it has been done before, but... Alone in the Dark was the one to lay that molding down. If there's no Alone in the Dark, there is no Resident Evil. There is no Silent Hill. Like, it's the first kind of, like, horror game that introduced any type of, of like, 
actual gameplay, storyline, puzzles, like stuff like that. And I think you have to have a little bit of appreciation for that. I at least have a little bit of appreciation for that. They kind of they kind of paved the way for everybody else to come after them. And it it only makes sense that the game itself gets a remake. I mean, that makes sense. But like I said, it just they are all starting to look the same. And like Alan Wake 2 is just like showcased. And then I looked up this one. I was like, wow, these have the two same feel to it in terms of like you get to play as two characters. You have to it's solving puzzles and stuff like that. I'm not a puzzle guy, but yeah, there's okay. so many games that look the same in terms of like this Resident Evil, Alan Wake. It's just like, uh. okay, but I don't Let's... play them. So I don't play these games. So like I shouldn't bash on it too much because it's just not a game for me. But I'm just getting the sense that they all feel the same. I, I can understand it. I can yeah. understand it. Um, so this one is going to be from McCall Hedberg, who's the writer and the director of Soma and Amnesia, which yep. have been uh, clinically like praised as some of the best horror games ever made. So I, I already have a lot of high hopes for it there. I also have high hopes um, just in that the original creator of the Alone in the Dark game has approved this process along the entire way. And has given like his seal of approval that this mm-hmm. game remake is exactly what it should be and is like super impressed on it. Um, it has my boy David Harbour, uh, Hopper from Stranger Things in it. Yep. Uh, he's gonna be Detective Ed Carney uh, or Carnby. And I think that that is a perfect cast, right? So this, mm-hmm. this needs to be a very kind of quirky character that can be you know quippy and and bring the humor but also when it's time to be like drama based gotta Mm -hmm. nail it and i think that's a perfect cast for this um the plot is that you are that detective uh, and you are hired you can play as jody or uh, emily too you can play as her as well yes yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna touch on that um but the basic plot of the game is that you are hired to investigate the death of emily's uncle and also, I don't want to give too many spoilers for people that haven't played the original game, um, but you're also investigating the Heartwood Curse, which is, this is where this like kind of ghostly kind of atmosphere comes into it. Um, the game itself, so the thing that I love most about this game, so far from what I've seen and from what I remember playing in like the original game, is this is a this is a scary game, but it's also... It's also a game with a storyline. Like it's it's also interesting and it's like a mystery and like a drama and you know there's there's a real storyline behind this because I'm so used to and like Adam's you know like Adam says I play a lot of these you know scary kind of horror games and mm-hmm. it's all about jump scares, right? So like we talked we touched on Madison. Madison is a great game. It's you know it's super scary. I got tons of jump scares out of it. The storyline, nah, it, it, like it, nah, right. it, it's it's kind of whatever. Like you look at games that like like Demonologist and Phasmo and like stuff like that. There's nothing like contextually there. It's just jump scare after jump scare after jump scare. And this game promises to be much more than that, which I'm right. super excited for. And I, I think that's part of surely why I'm not a huge horror games film or games player because like. They get old. All the jump scares get old. Like, I love Outlast. That's probably one of my favorite, like, yeah. horror games that I have played all the way through. But after, like, the fourth time I was jump scared, I'm like, okay, I know it's coming. Like, where's this big guy jumping at me next? Like, I, I found with, like, there's repetitiveness to it. You're like, okay, I've been doing this for a little while. Here's a jump scare. 
right. this for a little while. Here's a jump scare. So that's you, you get used to that. Yeah, you kind of get in that pattern where it's like mm-hmm. it's been X amount of time since a jump scare has happened, and you're yeah. in this certain situation, and you're like, "There's gonna be a jump scare here." You yeah. know what I mean? Like it, you, it you became get- to the point where when I was facing, I can't remember the, like the big dude that would chase you. It came to the point where I'd want him to come out. And I called it Ujukum, and I'd run right at him, <laughs> and I'd jump to the side and run away, and like I just kept doing that over and over. And so, yeah, so I can I can totally understand yeah. that, and I feel like you know maybe maybe if you watch me, um, you know, kind of play this game and just kind of like maybe get a little bit more of a feel for it, it might be something that you're you're more interested in, but um, but yeah, like I they're expanding on the original story, which was already really good. Um, they're moving the fixed cameras that was in the original game, which is like kind of where Resident Evil got that, you know, fixed camera kind of view, which I absolutely can't stand um, yeah. to an over the shoulder view. So that's already an improvement. Um, like we said, it's already, it's a horror noir. So I love that kind of like feel. I love the noir feel, um, especially in a game like LA Noir or like, yeah. you know, any, anything like that. And to combine that with like a horror element, um is just honestly amazing and then also like adam said you can play as both emily and edward the two main characters Mm -hmm. and it's gonna be a different story and a different a different view of the story um based on who you play as so it's guaranteed replay value like they literally said like if you want to experience everything that this game has to offer um you basically have to play it twice so like I'm super excited about that being able yeah. to so like I'm gonna see the story and then I'm gonna see it from a different point of view. Um, there's tons of Easter eggs to the original um, to the original game hidden within this game, and it's like it's intent. I I actually thought that you would kind of be interested in this because it's more of like intense shooter combat than like I will say that was the only cool thing I thought about this game. Or I wouldn't say the only cool thing. I like the music choice too, like the dark, yeah. eerie jazz. I think that's cool because like yeah, like that horror if, noir. If the, yeah, if the music isn't very good, like I kind of lose interest. Like I even said that when you're playing Liza P, I was like, where's the music? Like this yeah. is kind of like it's kind of absent it's missing something and i thought that was kind of a cool but the the fact that you can melee the monsters i think that's cool yeah like times go bah, 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 bah. yeah because like outlast was great and i feel like the you know the not being able to fight back kind of aids to the experience and kind of mm-hmm. gives you that air, eerie feel of like you know yep. you have no way to defend yourself but also like sometimes when you're playing it aren't you just like i wish i had a gun and i just like, bah, 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 like right. or just like, something you... to like stun them stun yeah. them so you can get like smack them and then you run something like that but yeah yeah i think that's definitely cool about the game so but. i mean I honestly thought Adam was going to be a little bit excited about this, and I, apparently he is not. But I, <laughs> I'm not. I, on the other hand, am uh, super excited about this game. If you guys are into the horror noir genre, or you're into, uh, you know, Resident Evils or Silent Hills or anything like that, definitely give this game a look. I, I definitely think that it's going to be worth the play. Um, and honestly, the prologue is available now, demo version. If you guys want to just go check out the, yep. the uh, prologue, that is available now. Uh, and I will be uh, doing. I don't know if you guys checked out the Liza P um, review that we did already, but I will. You know, we will be doing another review on this game too. So I'm super excited for it. Look forward to drop. It drops October 25th, right before Halloween. So the perfect yep. time for this game to drop. Um, and even though Adam doesn't like it, um, I'm I'm gonna make him like it. I'm gonna I'm gonna make him watch me play it anyway. So yep, there's that. I will. I will. <laughs> I will say. And the kind of going off that, Dave 
said that the prologue's out. It is free. So if you guys are curious about that, it's free. I think it's called Grace in the Dark or something like that is the actual name of the prologue or something like that. Yeah. So the prologue has a weird name, but, um, yeah. you know, I, I did download it already just to, to make sure that I had it. If you are going to like the Xbox Live or, um, you know, Game Pass or like, you know, PlayStation Store or whatever, just type in Alone in the Dark and, and it, yeah, it still pops up, right yeah. up. Yeah, it pops yep. right up. But yeah, it is free. Um, and I think it's going to be pretty sick. So we'll find out. We will find out. We will find out who is right. Uh, <laughs> another game that I think is going to be pretty sick. That we're both excited about. Yeah, okay, and okay. Then, we're both excited about this yeah, one. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Because I, uh, I was shocked to be excited about this one. I think that, see, the storyline of this one is pretty intriguing to me and seems really cool. Yeah. And just the, uh, the mechanics of the game. Um, that, that's being Banishers. 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 Ghost of Eden. New Eden. Yeah, Ghost of New Eden, um, high, highly dubbed uh, so far as the new Witcher, which is high praise. Um, mm-hmm. I will say that's that's going to be a lot to live up to um, right. if, if, if it takes the place of the, the new Witcher spot. But yeah, let's pull up the trailer because yep. um, I think the trailer is really, really intriguing. Yeah. Again, this game, there is gameplay on it. This is just a story trailer. Um, just be sure to look out for that coming soon. Yeah. And if you guys are uh, if you guys are just listening, we're kind of getting an overview of the main character right now. Uh, who's and the red? World, who's red? The the main yep. character is red. You will be playing as red. Um, and this is from the uh, Don't Nod Studio. You guys might recognize them from uh, Life is Strange. That's kind of their their claim to fame. Yep. Um, but what we're looking at right now is just a very eerie, like dark world, ghosts, dark, spectres. Dark. World and then, so this of, is what I was super excited about. Just the way, like, your abilities look so cool to me. Yeah. So the, basically what you are in this game is you guys are a bunch of ghost hunters, mm-hmm. and you, you've you sworn to protect the living from, like, um, the evil spirits of, the of like, a, yeah. like, the realm, right? So yep. you're getting It's going to be decision-based. Yes, it's decision-based. You're getting this very, like, ghostly vibe, right? So you can, you can see in again if you're just listening you can kind of see this like almost like a bluish tint like over this whole kind of fuck yeah oops sorry (laughs) over this whole gameplay and like that kind of like represents like that kind of afterlife like kind of cold kind of feel and i feel like that like it translates throughout the entire world which is awesome yep um and then we're also seeing like you know we're seeing these scary kind of you know like we're seeing we're seeing these scary you know monsters and ghosts and stuff like that and we're talking like these are big monsters like you know like dark souls style like boss fight kind of monsters mm-hmm. right and like adam said i i'm super excited about it i think the abilities that you're going to have in this game are going to be sick yeah and so uh you can actually get the, so you get to play as red and his lover or wife i don't know they're supposed to be in love uh yes. antia is that i wonder if that's how you say her name antia yeah antia um, and so, without it's not even spoiling too much. It's kind of shown in the description. Um, Antia ends up dying, becomes one of these spirits, and that's how he gets his abilities to wield some of the ghostly spirit abilities. Which right. so that's pretty cool. Yeah. So you can decide like kind of how you want to fight 
um, you you know, you can decide, do you want to go more of that melee fighter kind of style mm-hmm. that we were seeing a lot in the gameplay? And, or you can decide, like, do you want to bring do you want to bring in like Antia's powers and like use like this like nether world kind of darker realm type of like witchcrafty magic in in the fights and stuff like that and i think the combinations of like what you're going to be able to do jumping back and forth from the traditional melee style into this like magical kind of ghostly vibe is going to be so sick i like I, i'm super excited for it um and then like adam said it is kind of like i dub this as like kind of like a choose your own adventure right so the there are choices in this game like you know a lot like life is strange where you know this studio is very very known for having choice based games but the choices in this game from what they've said is that they actually matter like they actually really matter and they drastically change the storyline based on what you pick and like you have the ability to pick different routes you have the ability to like spare people or banish people you know like your storyline is going to drastically change based Mm -hmm. on these decisions and the amount of replay value that you have when every single decision like actually matters is just insane like i'm curious to see how many different endings they're going to have for this game right and i think that's a really cool component of this game as well um and kind of going to the gear like you'll be able to unlock more gear and abilities um as you progress through the story too, which I think is cool. That's like one thing I love about games is when you have the ability to do that, unlock different abilities and stuff. I think that's really cool about games, but yeah, um, I'm curious. I'm definitely interested in this game, which is very unusual for me. Normally this is not a game like I like to play, but just like watching the trailer, it's like, wow, I think I'm going to buy this one. So I'm super excited for this game. So like, you know, like we, like we said, guys, we just kind of wanted to touch on this game just because, to be perfectly honest, there isn't a ton out there right now, and it's yeah. most likely one of those games that we just wanted you guys to know about and maybe get on your radar. Um, and it's a game that we'll touch on, you know, kind of later down the line when some more information yeah. comes out. But um, Banshers, Ghost of New Eden should be super, super sweet. Yep. Dark Souls like combat, it looks like. It looks like a very spooky atmosphere with like some almost kind of Zelda like kind of puzzles to it, yeah. and then just rich with lore. Um, it's like they put every, everything that I love into one game and I'm super excited for it. And this game will be coming out this year. It's just no official release date. They said by the end of the year. So by the end of the year, so we, we should have it. Um, as long as it's not delayed. I I've seen some projections that say that it may, it might be delayed, but they're looking at like an antip, an anticipated January, uh, 2024. So if it's not by the end of the year, very, very soon. Yeah. Right. All right. With that said, like right. we're very excited about this game, but something that we've already seen that we're both excited about across that I actually Spider-verse. saw. That I actually yeah, he saw. Actually saw this that one. I after actually I begged him to go see it. Actually saw. So yeah, um, my dudes, we are gonna we are gonna do a, a real quick rundown of just our kind of review of mm-hmm. Across the Spider Verse two. Um, obviously, there will be lots of spoilers here. So, yep. um, if if you have not seen the movie yet and you want to keep it uh, spoiler free, um, thank you guys so much for listening. Really, really, really appreciate you guys. Again, thank you so much for the 150 subs. Um, it means the world to us. Um, and yeah, we love you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. But before we get into the spoilers, we are going to do a Spider-Man blind ranking 
ranking. Blinds. Suit, Spider-Man ranking. suit ranking. Let's go. Let's go. Flip the coin. I guess it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Well, I didn't get to flip the coin yet this episode. Let me flip the coin. I was say, or otherwise you can have it because I went first last time. Also, if it lands um, on the two-face side up, I'm going to throw the coin out because I think that there's something wrong with the coin. I think it's weighted. I'm telling you. It's two-faced. I'm telling you, man, it's weighted to land that way every time. I think it's weighted. It might be. Yeah. We might be playing with a weighted coin. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. either way, let's do All it. Right. Blind ranking. So you're first. All right. All right, let's... Dave, are you ready? Born ready. Let's go. My first. All right. Let's just go right into it. The suit I have here first for you, Cosmic Spider-Man. <sighs> this. Okay. All right. Um, I love the Silver Surfer vibe. Like it's 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 got some Surfer vibe to it. I love it. Um, I'm gonna put that at a three because even though I love it, I think you're gonna pick two more that I love and two more that I hate more than that. Okay. Okay. Three. Number the second one here is Iron Spider. (sighs) Oh, I. Kind of dig the iron spider suit. I kind of like. I'm gonna do. I forget the exact uh issue, guys. Let me know down below. I think it's like, what is it like three, three? No, 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 three. It's like a green cover. I can see it in my head, guys. Let me know what the first, what the first iron spider cover was. You have to was. Google it. Yeah, I'll have to Google it. Um, hmm. I'm gonna put it at two. Give me that. Okay. Give me that too. All right, my the third one, Spider Rex. Four. <laughs> four okay let's go for I, I don't love it i don't know i mean it's, i think it's, it's goofy it's it's, a, it's a goofy suit it's a cool idea it's funny but i'm gonna All i'm right. gonna hope that you, you picked one cool one and one that's worse than that next one spider punk oh dude five what really i hate spider punk I hate Dang Spider-Punk. It. I don't I like it. it. Well, then I kind of know where this one's going to... This is probably a good pick anyway. The symbiote Spider-Man. Black Spirit, yeah, number one. Dang one, it, I screwed 1, that up. 1,000%, <laughs> number one. 1,000% Spider-Man. Right. Okay. That's cool. That's a good I, list. So you have symbiote I'm happy. Spider-Man, Iron Spider is two, and then you have Cosmic Spider-Man is three, Spider-Rex at four, and then Spider-Punk at five. That's so actually... That's I would cool. not change the order at all. Okay, cool. I think we nailed that one. That was good. Yeah, good job. Let's go. All right, let's see if we can nail yours. Um, All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start it off. Um, You might be in some trouble because I don't know if you're (laughs) gonna know where to go after this. I'm just going OG classic Spider Man. Oh, you gotta put that at two. You're putting that at two. I put that at two because I feel like you're gonna pick something better that I like up there. But yeah, two for sure. Two for sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, Can't go wrong with the original Spider Man. Spider Man 2099. I want to put him at a three, but I f- I'll put him at a three. I like him as three. You put him as three? Yep. Okay. Spider-Man 2099 as three. All right, Spider-Man Noir. Oh, gosh darn it. I gave you good ones. You did. I'll put I him did. at four. Dang it. You go, you're putting... Oh, it, gives yeah. me, it gives me some leeway here if you give yeah, me some... I, I guess you kind of have to. I guess yeah. you kind of have to. Okay. All right. This is going to get very interesting then. Um... I kind of know where you're going to put it already, and I'm not yeah. super excited about it. Um, Ghost Spider. 
Oh, man. I'm putting it at a five. From, you're putting it at five? Yeah. Do you know the ghost spider suit? It the looks universe, cool. It when looks the universe cool. where Uncle Ben doesn't die? It's cool, but I hope you give me something a little better. I probably That's didn't a, now. You did. No, you're going to hate your first Shoot. one. You're going to hate it. Uh, last but not least, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Adam's favorite spider suit of all time uh, is Spider Hulk. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> Legitimately looks like a Ninja Turtle. That's I kind. It's cool. I actually have like a Spider Hulk pop figure, but uh, I'd put it at five. Dang it! I should put Ghost Spider at one. Dang okay. it! Right. I thought you were gonna give me something like Scarlet Spider or I Spider actually, Cyborg. Or... I did have Scarlet Spider. I also had uh, Superior Spider Man, the the Doc Ock version. Dang it, man! Yeah, you I had me one of those. I had a bunch on my list. I just I know yeah. I did too. That's why I was like looking at them. <laughs> So, all right, so, that was a good draft. That was a good draft. That was a good draft. I'm completely happy with my draft, and Adam uh, was hates me. until one and five. One and five yep. were bad. Okay. Um, with that said, though, so a lot of these Spider Mans were in Across the Spider Verse, which is Indeed. really cool. So, yes. like we said, spoilers ahead. If you got to take off, goodbye. We love you. We love you. All right. Let's hear your initial thoughts. If you guys are still here, we are assuming that spoilers <laughs> are good in three, two, one. Okay. Um, Adam, did you love this movie? Uh, I did, but I want to hear your thoughts first. I want to hear your thoughts first because I know you're going to say some stupid stuff. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's hear it. Ladies Let's hear it, and gentlemen, Adam loved the movie, and that's all that I care about. Thank you so much. Have a good night. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Dave. Here we oh, go. Dude, I like... Okay. Let's talk about the good. Let's talk about the good things. Okay. Let's hear the good things. The animation style was amazing they carried that phenomenal. over phenomenal I think even better than the first one even i i dare say even yeah. better than the first one yeah. too the um animation style carried over from the first one great i thought that the movie had like the perfect combination of comedic and action um and drama kind of sequence like that blend was perfect i got like when i wanted you know a quirky funny one-liner i got it when i wanted it to like get really in depth and kind of dramatic i got it when i wanted to see some action sequences i got it um the ending though what 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 okay. happened what happened okay. So, because that's, I'm gonna crap on it. So I mean, if I know you, you are. I know yeah. you. Yeah, and I. That's a big thing for a lot of people is the ending. However, would you have rather with this? They didn't. So they they will. I will say they abruptly ended the the movie. Right? It was very abrupt. Very abrupt. Would you have rather they abruptly ended it, like a Batman vs Superman, where they did it way too fast and just ended it the story? Or would you rather they ab abruptly end it and then have more to the story? Here's the thing. I don't I don't necessarily care about the abrupt ending at all. It's just the okay. ending in general. That I think it was a huge cliffhanger. I think it was a huge cliffhanger. I think I it don't was... think anybody expected that to happen. You right, can't say that is... you you no, can't say I mean, you anticipated that by the end I, of the movie. I did not anticipate that to happen, and here's why. I shouldn't have anticipated that to happen because what I was anticipating what was was going to happen, which has been the theme in the comic books the entire time that I've read Spider-Man comics, did not happen. They changed it. And this well, is what I go 
this is what I go back to all the time. It's like, dude, you guys have the source material. Like, why change it? Why did you change it? I Because here's the thing, right? And I say this all the time. I say it all the time. The comic book fans that know the comic book stories are expecting a certain thing to happen, and they want that thing to happen. They want it to happen and keep it true, and the people that don't know the comic book story would be none the wiser because they don't know the story, so they don't know what should happen anyway. But here's here's why I think it hit so hard is like I'm – I can see the writing on the wall and I'm like, I know it's going to happen. And like, I'm building up to it. Right. And uh, we can talk about this with like star Wars episode three. Cause we, you know, we were talking about it a little bit earlier. Yep. You, the writing was on the wall for Darth Vader. And it's like, I knew it was going to happen. I could not wait for it to happen. And the first time that that mask clamped down and you heard that first, I was like, it, yeah. it, I got chills, dude. I got chills. Like, I was so excited, and I never got that moment with this movie. I got in, in that place. I got this huge moment of disappointment because what I wanted to happen, what happens in the comics did not happen. And, like, I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. So here, here's my thing. Did you watch the end credits? I did watch the end credits, yeah. So Spider-Man 2099 gets his time traveling watch. Yeah. Is he so my idea or thought is he going to stop him from going there and he's going to make everything kind of reverse and it's going to happen in a different way? I don't think Here's, it's going to turn into that. I think it's going to start with Miles and Miles fighting each other. So oh, I just definitely blew that up. <laughs> the, I, I mean, mean sorry said, for the big spoiler. We did say it, but we did I was say I wasn't trying yeah, I wasn't trying to like let it out there into the open, but I mean, let's yeah, let, so, let, let's let it out there. Let's let it. Let, yeah. I mean, uh, guys, we're ser- we are one hundred percent going to say how this movie ends, like right now. So, like, seriously, if you don't want to know, yeah. um, like, we love you guys very, very much. Thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you for listening. But g- just, just say the ending of the movie because yeah, I feel, so, I feel okay. like we can't do this justice without saying what happened. So the the end of the movie. So Spider or Miles Morales is trying to save his dad from being killed by the spot. Correct. And in doing so, he so he, he, they were in the Spider Verse, and Spider Miles Morales gets put into the wrong universe because he had uh, Earth Forty Two's DNA in his blood. So the way it worked is like you get transferred back to the universe where you're from, and it had the wrong universe DNA in his blood. So he ended up going to this universe where Miles Morales actually is the Prowler and not Spider Man, and Correct. so so. And that's how it ended. Like it was Miles gets trapped in this world and the big cliffhanger is the face is Miles Morales. Okay. And and yeah, that's kind of how it ends. And so and then Spider Gwen's like, oh, he's in the wrong universe. I think I'll help him. So she'll be coming over there. I bet everybody's gonna fluctuate over to that one. Right. And here's mm-hmm. the thing. So in the comics, <laughs> I feel like a huge snob right now. <laughs> in the comic books. Miles Morales is never the prowler. But you got, I, I, I got to go with what you're saying because I've said it in the past too. But I don't know the Spider-Man comics as well as you do. So I think here's, that's partially why. And here's the thing that really gets me, right? So the end of the movie, you, Miles Morales is transported to this universe. In this universe, um, his dad has passed away. Um, and 
what what ends up happening is he ends up seeing his uncle. His uncle's name is Aaron Aaron Davis. He yep. ends up seeing his uncle. His uncle looks like in in the comic books. His uncle is like a very like crime. He's like a crime kind of dude. Like Lord, he's yeah. he, yes, he's not a good dude. He's not a good dude in the comic books. And like spoiler alert, in the comic books, Aaron Davis is the Prowler. Well, he's the Prowler in the first one, in the first Spider Verse. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So what 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 were you expecting to see when he jumped? Well, into no, the what unit? I'm saying is like, so he died as the Prowler in the first into the Spider Verse movie. You never right. finished it. Right. No, but what I'm what I'm <gasps> what I'm saying is is it's this, a different universe, dude. This is what I'm saying though. This is the problem with like just going into different universes all the time. It just gives you a free pass to negate everything that's ever happened. I think it has to in the movie like this. <sighs> it just makes the movie not worth it. That I think it does. Because he, I think what's going to happen is so they they had this big event, right? Like so, it's big across the Spider Verse. A, a Spider Verse. So there's tons of Spider Man. I wonder right. with the next one, this is the final event that will be the Spider Verse. I wonder after this, is the Spider Verse <laughs> going to be kind of disbanded because of what Miles did, and like they won't be able to communicate with each other again. But what's stopping them and then, from... Okay, and then go it, ahead. And then you won't be able to have all these alternate timelines. You'll have to focus on one specific... Like, you'll have to focus on, let's say, Spider-Man Noir. Like, you're going to do a movie about him, and it's his timeline from the comics. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I just think... I think they did it a cool way. I think... I love this movie, and you can't say anything to make me think anything <laughs> otherwise, but... um. I don't know. I see where you're coming from. They strayed away from the comics... But they didn't in the first one, though, because the Prowler was Aaron Davis. He died, and so he went to this. This is just another event, and it just completely flipped the switch. So Miles Morales right. is bad, which that's, I think is cool. No, I think I it's mean, cool. That's what I was getting at, though. Like I know, I know Aaron Davis Prowler dies in the first movie, but like this is this is my problem with like straying away from the comics and then also using this multiverse technique. Is it almost just gives him a free pass to just negate everything that's ever happened in the yeah exactly it all comes down to like how many movies can we make like look like everybody's thinking spider Ver into the spider verse 3 is the last movie what what's stopping them from doing into the spider verse 5 6 7 8 9 as long as people are still buying tickets and their explanation every single time is oh it's just a different universe i wonder okay so they have so many spider verses laid out now right right so now let's say it's Across the Spider-Verse is Miles is that storyline's done. Like, we're not going to go back. We're not going to rehash that. We're going to go into Spider-Man Noir. Or we're going into Gwen Spider-Man next. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to keep it that way next. I don't know. But, like, the, pe the people are loving it, though. Like, if, if it was truly a bad movie and people were like, eh, we don't, see, like, we don't like this, you wouldn't see a 97% like audience rating. No, and you wouldn't see a Rotten Tomatoes rating of ninety-seven percent. No, you know what I mean. It's, so, it's, and I think people are paying for this movie, knowing what to expect in terms of like they're good movies. Yes, they don't they stray away from the comics, but this, this, they're written well. If it was written bad, I think that'd be more of an issue. I I I, I mean I understand I understand where everybody's coming <laughs> from, and like honestly, yeah. it's it's not a bad movie. It 
like up until the the last five minutes, I was like, this is amazing. I I just I don't know. I don't know. Just for me, I just it didn't. I don't know. I just I just hate when they they kind of do that stuff. It just it just really irks me for some reason. Like <sighs> I just I just want more. I understand, but at the same time, it's it's original. It's better than them rebooting everything. You know what I mean? It's look at better. Fantastic Four. They've tried doing the same thing <laughs> yeah. three times now. They've done Spider Man <laughs> three times. Like the the live action, they've done it three times. I'll I'll tell you what. I will watch Into the Spider Verse two a thousand times before I watch anything Fantastic Four. So let's go. let's just there put that go. out there. I like I said, I don't think it's a bad movie. I you know no. I can understand why people like it. I just for me personally, I'm not a huge fan of the. You know, like I said, like the multiverse, I feel like the having different universes gives them a free out. It's almost like when the movie ends and you find like the main character is just crazier. It was like all a dream. It like, yeah, it kind of just gives them a free out where you're like, Ugh, you know, like I just wish it was more, you know, so. And I think that's what the third one's going to be. It's going to be more. I mean, I hope so. We'll see. We'll see. I loved it easily. One of my favorite animated movies of all time. Maybe it, even up there, like, my favorite movie of all time. I don't think it can take the top spot of my favorite movie of all time, but it is, uh, it, but like it is a good movie. But, like, my favorite movies are, like, comic movies, like, live-action movies. Like, I love Endgame. That that was up there. Oh, yeah. Infinity no. Ward. So, like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. But that's that's the level where I put this movie. I think it's that good. I'm just, and it's animated. I, it's like a kid's movie. So I, I'm just I'm just old. So my favorite animated yeah. movie of all time is uh, Batman: uh, Mask of the Phantasm. So it's all you right. know, yeah. It's not, still got favorite animated movies. I'm just yeah. I'm just an old man. <laughs> so, but, but yeah, guys, love you guys very very much. Um, yeah, Adam, I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. It's, okay. it's a good hey, movie. I give it a it's 10 a out good 10, movie. So. It's a good movie. I just wish it it, it ended a little bit differently. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. <laughs> good episode dude yeah definitely um yeah that's it that, that yeah that's it that, that's, that's everything it man us, we man, went huh? through everything um real quick guys just shouting it out there again um thank you thank you thank you again for the 150 subs um we really 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 do appreciate it and like we're super excited to watch um the podcast grow and the channels grow and just like see everything um and hear all the comments from you guys it really really does mean a lot so thank you thank you thank you for everything um, really do appreciate you guys. I love you guys very, very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Adam, what you got for him? And this, uh, well, I got a few things, actually. Um, this is only the touch of the Game Fest stuff. We're going to be talking a lot more about the, the upcoming games and betas and all that stuff. Um, so just be a lookout for that. Next episode, we already have planned with a good buddy of ours. So first guest of the podcast is going to be next weekend. So we're super excited about that. And with that said, make sure to follow us on all social medias. Let's Talk Nerdy Podcast. Uh, if you guys are watching on the YouTube, please, please uh, hit that like and subscribe. It really does help the channel grow. Um, and uh, and if it, we know, you know, we do have 150 subs on the YouTube. The next one for us, the, the big hurdle for us is the Spotify. Um, so if you guys aren't on the Spotify and you want to listen to the podcast, we'd really appreciate it if you jumped over there. Um, and just uh, hit that hit that follow on the Spotify button. Really appreciate you guys there. And guys, I love you guys. We love you guys very, very much. Thank you, thank you for everything. And we will see y'all on the next one. Peace out, nerds.